There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. The name of this episode is Accepting Jesus and a Child. And I should make a note to parents that the content is mature. In other words, I am very excited about the many young people who are listening to this podcast. But we might want some parental previews for this particular story. Accepting Jesus and a Child. Why this title? Because Jesus once said, Whoso accepteth one of these little children accepteth me. Sometimes the simplicity that Jesus uses actually makes his sayings complicated. Honestly, I'm not 100% sure what he means in this instance. I mean, is he talking about something connected to the culture at that time or to a Jewish family tradition that might shed light on this saying? I don't know exactly. Maybe the Jews at that time were saying, oh, what a pity to bring up children as slaves of the Romans. Better not to have children than to have them under such conditions. Uh, That's just a guess out of many possibilities. And again, I'll say that I don't even know. I am sure that here, as with all scripture, there can be numerous applications. And I am confident of one thing from his statement. That is, Jesus loves children. Our God loves children so much that he designed all of us to experience childhood before adulthood. Childhood represents newness, faith, trust, innocence, and a sense of wonder, which if led accurately leads to worship. I find all these things close to the heart of God. And so perhaps when one embraces a child, one does so with God's values and God's heart. Today's story will not solve nor further dissect the deeper meanings which Jesus may have had in mind when he told us that accepting a child is akin to accepting him. But with this saying as a backdrop, I want to travel to Central Asia, Kazakhstan to be exact, where poverty and economic privations have both inhibited the desire to have children and therefore reduced the love and acceptance of children. I have saved a copy of the photograph that Pastor Risach M. sent me with his report. We're spoiled today with high resolution and Photoshop ability, 
and photography can provide a full-time living for some who have mastered the skill. The photo that Pastor Rissach M. sent me from Kazakhstan would not have won any photo competition. And though originating from halfway around the world, I cannot say that National Geographic would have been interested in it. Yes, it's true, the photo was taken in Kazakhstan, where Pastor Rissach M. serves the Lord, but there were no exotic colors in the photo, no distinguishing cultural dress, nothing captivating about the eight people sitting around the table set for tea and cookies to even give the photo a second glance. Gospel Inc., the ministry in which I serve and meet these different national preachers, requires all of the supported preachers to write a report every quarter to their supporters. And we ask that at least once a year they send a photo. Many men send photos with every report, but there are other preachers who do not own a camera. I know what you're thinking. We're living in the digital age when every phone is a camera. Or, or is it every camera is a phone? I don't know which. But believe it or not, I do know preachers who are still using flip phones. And there's others who don't even have those. But even when there is a phone that can take a picture, the phone may be smart, but the operator is not. Gospel Inc. receives these photos, and the positioning, lighting, and even actual content leave some of our preacher's photos plenty to be desired. I have to say that Brother Rissach is enumerated among the list of preachers who rarely send any photos. But somehow, he sent this one. Eight people, posed at a tea table in a Soviet-built apartment in the middle of Asia, and I saved that photo. I should probably interject here that Resach M is not this preacher's real name. Since its independent breakaway from the Soviet bloc in 1992, Kazakhstan has boasted open pluralism and freedom for all religions to enjoy equal standing. But the cultural whisperings beckon the country to return to what they say is their Islamic roots. And Saudi Arabia has spent nearly three decades rebuilding Kazakhstan's infrastructure and greasing the palms of people in position so that when the political time is ripe, our preachers there tell us that there will be a push to make Kazakhstan an Islamic state. Therefore, all of our preachers' names and their local villages are concealed in communications such as this. Nonetheless, though Pastor Rissach M. is an alias, this story is true. You see, I have a photograph. Let me read Rissach M.'s translated report that he sent. I continue preaching at a house church, and I thank God for the freedom to do it. On Mondays, I lead a group at a house of a young family. On Tuesday, I lead another Bible study in the eastern part of our city. On Thursdays, I go on visitation to encourage Christians and to talk with those who wanted to hear more about the Lord. On Fridays, we go with outreach and prayer around our city, and we try to evangelize and to share the gospel along the way with those who are willing to hear. I also visit a family in K-Village. They are Christians 
but there is no church in their village and it's too far for them to travel to the church. I visit with them for a time of prayer, Bible study, and fellowship. Praise be to God. On the way to that village, I stop to visit two other women in a village. Their husbands are not Christians. I was able to witness to one of the husbands, but he is not interested. Now he is always away when we stop by. The lady tries to invite us to her son's third birthday party, but as soon as we arrived, her husband had an urgent errand. On Saturday, I lead a group in Ski Village. We pray and study the Bible there together. Often our preacher's letters report factual events and situations, names of villages and numbers of people. You see, to be supported through Gospel Inc., a man is not required to be an expert writer, skilled at dialogue, emotion, or action. But we are supporting men who are actively spreading the gospel and looking to plant churches and make disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me continue with Pastor Rissach's report that included this specific testimony. His report went on to tell about a Christian woman from his church. Uh, let's call her... Vinlina, who had relatives travel in from the countryside to visit her. And with Vinlina's relatives came a friend of theirs from the same village. This friend was a pregnant woman who had accompanied them to the larger city in order to obtain an abortion. Pastor Desach didn't give details on this woman's background. Living in Kazakhstan, she must struggle with daily necessities, and it's possible or probable that the father is not in the picture. Perhaps she has a husband who drinks, like far too many post-Soviet men. Whatever her situation, death by abortion seemed more optimistic than a life subjected to the apparent circumstances. She most certainly had never heard Jesus' exhortation that whosoever accepteth a little child, accepteth him. But then again, living in Kazakhstan, what she knows of Jesus may be limited to museum icons. Venlina, the Christian lady, invited Pastor Rissach and his wife for a visit to her apartment, hoping and knowing that he would share the gospel with her relatives and, of course, with the friend. The meal could not be sumptuous, but tea and cookies would suffice. Fellowship was more desired than anything on the menu. Pastor Rissach and his wife introduced themselves and chatted amiably. Eventually, they shared their testimonies and life stories of why they, as Kazakh people, followed the Christian God. They spoke about God and his love for mankind, then about how the Lord Jesus, the Son of God, through his death, saved them from eternal death. Sometime during that tea time, someone took a photo. This is the photo that I saved. Like I said earlier, Pastor Rissach is one of our preachers who rarely sends photos. But in this one, he is seated by a woman who is with child. In the photo, she wavers between life and death. Not hers but one unseen. The expressions in the photo are fairly placid and nondescript. 
There is nothing obvious that reveals the turmoil and impending choice this lady must make to either accept her child or exterminate it. This photo in some ways reminds me of the normal life all around me. We see the material, the physical world with our eyes. And though people all around us are buying and selling and driving and working, we mostly only perceive the physical world. Hidden to our five senses are the battlefields and the mammoth struggles that occur every day in the souls all around us. The next day, the relatives of Venlina returned to their rural home. But the pregnant woman called Pastor Rissach by phone and expressed that she would like to talk some more. They prayed for her in hopes of stopping her from getting an abortion. She continued her sojourn in the city there for four days, as if she was waiting. During this time, she visited a home church gathering led by Pastor Rissach. There, she visited with still more followers and believers in Jesus who called themselves Christians. Everyone talked with her about God and his great love. As I read from the conclusion of his report, Pastor Rissach M. writes, She came to Sunday worship service and saw us worship the living God. At the end of the service, she came forward to repent and accept Jesus Christ as her personal Savior. Praise be to God, who opened her eyes. She did not get an abortion. We helped her get connected with some Christians in her hometown, and we asked them to disciple her. I am able to talk with her on the phone occasionally. She is very grateful to God for sending Christians her way and for stopping her from committing a terrible crime. She praises God for eternal life that He has given her. I am grateful to the Lord for the privilege to minister for Him and that I can be a vessel that God uses to help others find peace with Him and true joy. I am grateful for my family and other Christians in our church who encourage me to continue being faithful in ministry. I am also grateful for the Bible in Kazakh language that we have recently been able to print. Please pray for my wife's health. Please pray for our people that their eyes would be open to see God's great truth. Pastor Rissach M. Most of the photos that I have saved and collected over the years are of my family, of my children, or of me. But one photo that I have saved displays none of those. In fact, I have, to this day, never met any of those eight people who sit around a table of tea and cookies. I save this photo not for what I see, but because of what I don't see. You see, in the photo, there is a national preacher that I have never seen face to face. I've never met Rasach. I know him through his gospeling application and through the recommendation of a godly man living there. I know him through his reports, like the one I have shared here with you today. In the photo also sits Venlina's relatives. They're not mine. Expressionless in this photo, there also sits a Kazakh lady that I may never meet on earth. And at the time of that photo, 
her unborn child, who is unknowingly sleeping in the shadow of death. I'm glad to say that that shadow has passed and that the God of all comfort and all provision intercepted this woman with one of his servants, Pastor Rissach. And after hearing truth, seeing love, and sensing the conviction of the Holy Spirit, she chose to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as her personal Savior first, and as a consequential result, to also accept her baby. That, my friend, is good news. Dawning, and the dawning to noonday bright And Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth The kingdom of love and light If you would like to see the photo that inspired this episode, you may write to me, dean at cupofgoodnews.org that's Dean, D-E-A-N, cupofgoodnews.org. If you write to me, I will send you a PDF photo and report of Pastor Risach sitting at that tea table. You can keep this photo for yourself. However, I would ask that you keep it off social media. Pastor Rasak is actually doing considerable work in Uzbekistan with the persecuted church. Because of his nationality, he can actually cross the border between Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan. But because of his faith and his message, he still encounters serious risks that most of us will never face. A church in Iowa has been committed for many years to provide 100% of Rasak's M's gospel link support. I am grateful for such churches. It helps him do what he does. We are not trying to raise any monthly support for Pastor Rasach, but if you would like to send a one-time donation for him and his ministry, I know it would be used to get the gospel out to people in Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan and to reach people like the woman with child with the message of salvation. You can go directly to gospellink.org to contribute. Uh, we do take credit cards. You may also go to acupofgoodnews.org and find this episode and then click on the link to give to Pastor Rasach. I should note that we have his real name in our database, so you will need to specify that you want to contribute to Pastor R. Podcast or Pastor R. Podcast. Make reference to the podcast or Kazakhstan. And we will make sure that this preacher gets your gift. Until then, enjoy the good news. <laughs>